You are listening to the Archery Maniacs Podcast. This is Remy Warren. I am Rihanna Carey. My name is Adam Foss. This is Paul Tetford, professional archer. Hey everyone, I'm Christy Titus, and you are listening to Archery Maniacs. We cover everything archery, from the hunting side to the tournament side, with stories, tips and tactics, gear reviews, and more. That helped my tuning game so much when I made sure that all my arrows were square. And I'm just staring into his eyes. Blood's dripping off of its tines. Mud is everywhere. The clarity these mavens offer is amazing. I'm just like Spider-Man, you know, on this rock. You know, just <laughs> laying there. Belly crawling in there and I can barely fit in there and I can hear the cat growling at me. So I put my hand on his shoulder and pushed him and we just ran at this elephant. Hello, archery maniacs. It is time for Full Draw Fitness. Full Draw Fitness. We're going to talk about how to declutter your life and how that can help you stay on track. You're laughing at me right now. <laughs> hey, uh, you sorry. said, what should we talk about? I said, let's just go with it. That's right. right. So she, told me a, she told me a funny joke off air <laughs> for you guys. So we're going to talk this. today about how getting organized, decluttering your life in all areas can actually help you stay on track. Um and it can make you a healthier person in all different areas. That's right. Yeah. Having some organization, having a plan, knowing what's coming up, you know, not going into uh, your daily routine with blinders on. Yeah. Probably make it a little bit easier. It does. Absolutely. And I think, you know, plans can be modifiable. Nothing has to be necessarily set in stone. But if you go into something unprepared, you know, a lot of times that's when the failure happens for people. So, you know, having some level of organization, you know, in your home when it comes, you know, your home, your car, all those things. Um, but even furthermore, having organization when it comes to your approach to your day, um, you know, that that's that's a main staple in keeping people on course. Um, you know, when you when you have basically a checkoff list of what you're going to do and have a, a schedule, if you will, you get to accomplish those things. Right. Check them off either physically or mentally and then move on to the next thing. So your productivity gets to be, you know, a lot higher than if you're just going through it going, oh, I hope I remember everything I have to do today. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I check everything off the list. So. Let's talk a little bit today about some tips for that, um, some recommendations that, you know, you and I both have on how people can kind of declutter um, and uh, get to this fall feeling like uh, a million bucks. You know, we don't go into hunting season just going, God, I hope I have everything. I hope everything's still in that tote. I hope everything, you know, made it to the truck. Right. You know, there has to be organization going into that. Without that, you get there and you're like, man, I don't have my tent. I don't have my stakes. I don't have my arrows. You know, where's my release? You know, you don't go into a, a hunting season going, you know, things are a mess. I hope I have everything. Right. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the, the closet, you know, I, I reorganized our hunting closet this morning and there's things that I was looking for for our last overnighter trip. And I was like. Oh, yeah, they were there. I put them there to remember that they were there. And then I forgot that I put them there. Yeah. So I've kind of organized mm -hmm. each one of these levels with, you know, priority, staying warm, first aid kit, um, you know, the whole, I get a little bit obsessive with it, but base layers, bottoms, tops, gloves, and then all of the cooking, you know, packable cooking supplies, water filtration, all that kind of stuff. And that's just to go out hunting, you know. Um, I think as far as, you know, like Courtney was touching on, having a plan so you're not wondering the day of and saying, okay, you know, today 
we're going to plan for five days either in the woods or five days worth of meals at home or the next, you know, week's workouts Monday through Friday, whether that's two days, three days, five days, some of you sickos, six days, whatever it is. Um, Having a plan makes it easier to stick to it and opens your mind for the other pressing issues in life. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think, you know, looking at a a general picture, um, some things to kind of take inventory on are, and here's an example from me personally lately, our office has been a disaster (laughs) to to the point that, you know, we were rearranging and doing some things that I've been working in there and like, it's a maze. Like I have to walk around things that are in the middle of the office to, you know, and so at, at the beginning of the week, before I really sat down and like thought too much about that, my level of motivation to go into my office and do my work was pretty low because I walked into a nightmare you know, there's, I can't even write on my paper because there's stuff on top of my notepad and, you know, programming for clients was just, I was like almost procrastinating it just because walking in there. So, so use that idea in just your general life. If you wake up in the morning and you walk into a kitchen that's, you know, dirty from the night before the day before you got dishes in the sink, you're walking into chaos. That's the initial, that's the that is your initiation into today. Chaos, you know? Um, and then you, you go into your closet to get dressed and there's clothes everywhere or you can't find what you need. There's no organization to it. I mean, you just continually roll this ball into a chaotic start to your day. And I remember, um, back when I was, um, a young mom, you know, the boys were really small and I was, um, I was talking to somebody about, you know, starting off your morning and and having things be rushed or, you know, you're running behind schedule or, you know, you woke up to a chaotic morning and how those things perpetuate into where your day goes. Yep. I'm going to either go into a, a smooth sailing because I was prepared and things are ready and my gym clothes are in my bag and the kitchen was clean and I could find the, you know, whatever. Um, or, you know, we're running behind and where are the kids shoes? And and not to say that that stuff doesn't happen, but when you go into those things with the clothes prepared, the shoes are here, there's your socks, your backpacks in the car, you, you just kind of get this smooth sailing approach to a brand new day. And I think that's really important. Yeah, for sure. You know, I've always been big on, you know, laying my clothes out the night before. And, and if we're, you know, if we're hunting and we're in a tent, then it's, you know, have everything in a certain spot because I tend to get up first, go out, either start breakfast or start coffee. And then I would turn the heater on and kind of slowly let Courtney wake up. And there's a process and and we both had our jobs and it worked really well, you know, but if it wasn't for that preparation, that would be a mess. Yeah. It would be a cold mess. It'd be, you know, a 4.30 in the morning cold mess, which also adds to the to the fun. So, um, you know, I think one of the, one of the things that I wanted to touch on was just fitness wise, you know, and outside of what we do programming for our clients, I always, so I've been big on whiteboards, dry race boards mm-hmm. for the longest time. Yeah. Um, my buddy who got me into fitness training way back in the day, 2002, three, whatever it was, um, and being serious about it and becoming organized is, is Brandon Rahi, who owns um, Go Personal Training in St. Augustine, Florida. And he's 
a, he's a genius. He's brilliant. He's a stud. Um, one of my dear friends, but he said, you know, when you come into the gym or you come into, we had our own private facility. When you come into the, into your spot and you just try to wing it real quick, that only lasts for so long. If you don't have a plan, if you don't have this linear marching um, direction of where you want your clients to go, they're just going to bounce back and forth and it's going to be hard to hit goals. Yeah, you're going to stumble upon them, but if there isn't a plan put in place for more than just today and just tomorrow and just the next day, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be really difficult to say, hey, this is the the results you can expect. Um, this is my plan for you. And so that was something where I could have five or six you know, big dry erase boards and I could plan that entire week. So that way when I showed up the next day or for the next class, you know, we had seven or eight or nine, you know, 10 hours a day of different groups of people and then one-on-ones and then, you know, jujitsu and um, Muay Thai training in the evening or whatever. So then each one of those would have either a number or an associated colored pen that, you know, was was coordinated with that group and uh, man it made life so much easier and then it also took that you know 20 30 minutes per whiteboard and put it in something else you know yeah. my own workout or we go surf or whatever it was you know so yeah it allows you to when you organize it allows for other fun things or other priorities that can be taken for sure definitely um you know, and you touched on something regarding fitness, you know, a lot of people I feel like have a, have an idea of what they want to achieve, but the modalities in which they use to get there can, can shift a lot and that's okay. You know, that can, that can be okay. But I think if you have, you know, if you think ahead and you plan, okay, in order to get to B, I need to do this first. And then in order to get to C, I have to do, you know, you have to take this kind of stepping stone approach. So, you know, it's okay to change things as you go, but to have a, a guideline, if you will, for knowing what it's going to take and what steps you need to do to get there. How often do you need to do those steps in order to get there? Um, you know, so you can start by getting a journal. A journal is a really good way for people to reflect on things that did or didn't work. That's a great idea. Um, I, you know, a couple of my clients, I've, I've given personalized um, journals to them. And, you know, it's a matter of writing down, you know, what you did today. But on top of that, what, how did you feel? Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you feel from yesterday's workout or from yesterday's rest day or any of those things? And so organization, when it comes to, you know, remembering what you're doing too, is really important. If you ask somebody, what did you eat the last week? They're like, uh, I don't know. You know, I think I'm doing pretty good with food. Well, you can't remember even what you ate. So are you really doing that good? But if you can, if you're journaling or logging your food or logging your exercise, you have a foolproof way to look back and see this is working or this isn't working. And from there, it takes like the, the guesswork out of it. Sure. So instead of going, you know, the hell with it, nothing I, I'm putting in these efforts, but it's not paying off. You can look back and go, okay, maybe I wasn't doing what I thought I was, or maybe I'm not working in the, in the right areas or whatever that may be. So journaling is definitely a good way to be organized. Um, and outside of it, you know, that being, you know, with health or fitness, just, you know, getting a journal of, 
of where you're going. I used to journal my archery. You know, every shot I make, I would take a journal out there. I'd write about how I was doing, you know, try to find, you know, as a young archer, any inconsistencies in what I was doing. And and it helped a lot, you know, so you can translate that to a bunch of different areas. And, um, you know, just, just take a really good, clean perspective on, on the effort that you're putting in and if that's working. Oh man. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, to kind of touch on something that, that a point that you made is it's okay if you don't remember every meal you ate last week, <laughs> that's not what we're saying, right? Life, life happens and we're busy people and there's a lot of things to consider, but you know, like she's saying, by journaling it, you don't have to remember it. Yeah. You don't have to. It's this bonus that you get to take advantage of. And, you know, those things I think a lot of people take for granted. And, um, you know, I saw when I first started really seriously um, exercising in the gym, I guess I was probably, you know, outside of like high school, I was probably 19 or 20. And you know, a lot of these old school, man, I went to this old cage of a, you know, the the pit basically. And all these old school, you know, 60s, 70s uh, power lifters worked out there. And every single one of them, 100% of them had journals, had books, and they knew exactly what their gains were. They knew exactly where they were suffering. And I asked, finally asked one of them who was freaking terrified. I mean, he looked, he, he looked like RoboCop, it's bald head, um, <laughs> He was probably in his late 50s, and you could tell that man spent every day eating clean and exercising. Um, and he, you know, I just asked him, I said, what are, you, what are you writing down? What are you doing? And he said, well, if you had a car and you're driving your car and you, you, you have to do an oil change on it, right? I was like, yeah, of course. He goes, well, you have to know how many miles you've gone before the oil change, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, I need to know how often I need to change my oil. And I was like, wow, that makes total sense, you know, keeping track. Um, I was uh, doing some uh, kind of cleaning some stuff out of a shed and to put up in the shop. And I found some of my old jujitsu notes from um, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. I was super fortunate to go and spend a month there um, back in 2011. And so I had separated my shoulder on accident while I was there. And for four or five days, I just sat um in the uh, in the academy and took notes and man there's so many little details and steps and little fundamental pieces of that game that I w- would forget unless I took those copious notes now with that being said you don't have to do you know you don't have to be a court reporter <laughs> yeah but the things that are important to you those little things that you feel can be extremely temporary or you can make note of them and they can last right to be reflected upon. It's a good reflection. Yeah. So I guess this podcast is about taking notes. So I hope you guys are taking notes. About taking <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, journaling, taking notes, um, it allows you to be more present in what you actually feel and how things are going. And, um, you know, we put effort into a lot of different areas, whether that's work or play or um, finances or relationships or hunting or scouting or, you know, our how we are, you know, how we're shooting. Um, and so if we can reflect on those things and be present with it and not be distracted by everything else, then I think you get to, you know, learn a lot more. You get to master a lot more skills. You get to, you know, um, 
deviate from more hurdles than you would if you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah, for sure. So I want to go over a couple tips um, back to the organization. Um, and all this is kind of encompassing, but, you know, start out if you're finding that it's hard to stay motivated on things, it could just be that you need to reorganize or declutter. So, you know, know where your gym stuff is. Make sure that whatever your morning routine is, um, and, and I'm not saying anybody's house needs to look perfect because, you know, we live in our houses and, and it is what it is, but make sure that when you wake up and your routine starts your morning, your day, whatever it is that, that there's ease to it. You don't have a whole bunch of, I can't find this, or I don't know, or I misplaced my keys or now I'm going to be late or any of those things. Just set up your morning. Um, know where your stuff is for the gym. Like I said, have a plan for that. That way you don't get to work going, oh, I can't hit the gym after work mm-hmm. because I didn't bring my, yeah. I forgot my shoes. So you that know? would be like trying to look at, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the night before look at tomorrow and say like, what would make me happy? What's the experience that would make me happy in the morning? Yeah. Would it be to just have the dishes done or something that it's not looming? Is that kind of? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, you know, like I was touching on a little bit ago, if if I wake up in the morning and things are a mess and I get into the kitchen and it's a disaster, whether I'm going to clean it right then or not, it's a disaster. I'm, I'm beginning my morning. I'm waking up. I'm soaking up the day and there's dishes on the counter or there's, you know, the garbage needs to be taken, whatever those things are. It's an input, right? We get inputs from everything, whether they're good or bad. And, and regardless of you're sitting there thinking, okay, my kitchen's a mess. It's an input. It's soaking into how the next event is going to be. If the next event you get to is you can't find your keys and you woke up and the kitchen was a mess and now you can't find your keys, you know, now you have two of these negative inputs and how is that going to translate into the third event that happens? Yeah, sure. You're almost out of gas or you forgot your wallet or, you know, any of those things. And they might seem kind of minor, but just putting some more thought into making those things easier. When you walk out of a room, take what you need to the next room and put it away. I love um, it. When you're done shooting your bow and you're putting all of your stuff away, put it away. Don't just leave it out or leave it by the target or any, you know, and it's like I said, it seems so minor, but what we don't understand when we get to the point where we're really frustrated and things are hectic is that the 10 things that led up to that moment are what kind of decided whether that was going to be a big deal or not. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, like the precursor. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, again, just look around, look at what your schedule, what your routine is like and see where you can declutter. It's spring. Do some spring cleaning, donate things that you don't need. Don't just hold on to things because you think, oh, well, I'll, I'll do this with it or I might use it someday or get rid of it. Yeah, get get the clutter out of there because clutter, <laughs> physical clutter turns into mental clutter right. and mental clutter turns into not being motivated, you know, looking Trust me when I say this, if I'm not organized and if things are hectic, I can be one of the first people to just go, I'm paralyzed right now because I don't know where to start. So if you can, you know, do a little preventative instead of reactive measure to that, you can be more prepared for those situations. And again, that translates into being more prepared. Um, that pr- turns into being healthier to s- sticking to your to your training program to sticking to you know getting your clean meals prepped um 
And what does that translate to? What you do outside of those, you know, things that you're preparing for, a successful hunting season. Success, that's right. Not being miserable on the mountain. Um, Being prepared for that shot. Being prepared for when you're in a half squat hold for what feels like five minutes. You know, because you've done the things way before then to prepare you for that time. Love it. Absolutely. You know, and I think that... Another really important aspect of that is if people witness you, if you're in any kind of instructional coaching leadership uh, boss, you know, any kind of leadership role in, in the folks that interact with you daily or often see you as prepared, there's going to be a respect there. They're hopefully going to mimic that, right? That's what we can hope for, kind of like our kids. It's um, they... I'm I'm a complete take care of stuff when you're done Nazi, right? And and I I have to pull back on those reins sometimes because an eight year old and twelve year old little boys aren't really interested in that kind of stuff. So, you know, we try to push it, you know, as far as look, we've got yeah, there's plenty of room in our house and we've got five acres, but if you just put stuff down every time you use it, that's gonna start shrinking down to this tiny little mess of, you know, then we're on TLC hoarders and you can't move around, right? And you can see that. Like, when the boys wake up in the morning and they're very, you know, unaware of what all of these things, like, Mm -hmm. domino into, when they wake up in the morning and their binder is where it should be and their, their shoes and their socks are by the back door... And they're, they have their clothes. They didn't, you know, throw in the towel on the laundry. When they're prepared, you can see their day and how, and how their day goes. It's easy. When they wake up in the morning and they're, they're immediately stressed out because they can't find this and they forgot a towel when they went in the shower or, you know, all of those things. They come home from school and you can almost guarantee how they come home from school. They're still stressed out. Yeah. They're still, they soaked up that, that, you know, you're presenting yourself with the day. It's, it's, it's so maybe cliche to some people and you've, everybody's heard it a million times, but a new day is a clean slate. That's right. Totally is. And sure, there may be things from yesterday or last week that you still have to work on, but you get to decide today how that goes. That's right. So, you know, again, it's cliche and everybody's heard it, but don't just listen to it. You know, it applies to everybody. So use that clean slate approach to today. doesn't matter what yesterday was or if yesterday was chaotic and disorganized. Um, It doesn't matter if it's the middle of the day when you're listening to this. You have the opportunity to, to start with one thing at a time and to reorganize. It doesn't matter if the ducks are pecking at the glass door asking to be run off of the back patio again. <laughs> um, you know, on the other side of that coin, before we wrap this up, if you come into your class, your business, um, your position of leadership, and you're being seen as this cluttery mess, unorganized, you got mustard on your shirt, um, you know, your socks don't match. Although, wait, hold on. Our kid, oh, wait, wait, wait. Our kid loves. What to are you saying about people socks. whose socks don't match? Okay, because so mine everybody never outside match. of me in this house doesn't match socks, which I think is pretty cool. It was weird at first. It was weird, but now it's pretty cool. My so, if my socks match, it's only because they're brand new, or because someone else got them for her. Uh, probably because they're brand new. 
<laughs> because everybody here fends for their own when it comes to socks. But anyways, your socks don't have to match. That's yeah. that's totally mine. Mine do. <laughs> the, the, the few pair that I have left. Um, but no, and, and you know, you come into that environment and these people who are looking up to you are waiting for your leadership um, and they see that you're not organized. There's a couple things. One, they're probably going to lose respect for you. Two, if you're in a coaching position, they're probably going to start looking elsewhere, right? For someone who's a little more organized, who takes their life a little more serious. And even if you do take life serious and your job serious, but you're not you know, presenting an image of, of organization. I mean, shoot, can you can you blame somebody for going, who the heck is this guy or guy? Well, and that can, you know, translate to even outside of a profession, you know, or whether or not you are a parent, there's more than likely a, a young person or a peer or a family member who, you know, looks up to you, who's learning from you, who's watching what you're doing and And either mimicking it or, you know, soaking those things in. So if what we're doing isn't teaching them, you know, the right things or, or, or just even a path that's going to be conducive for them enjoying and having a healthy life, you know, we've got to take some responsibility in that as well. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, you know, and for those of you who are parents and who are trying to juggle a lot, the more organized you become the more you teach your children the same thing and life gets easier when everybody knows where their own underwear's at things oh get gosh, a little yeah. bit easier right so yeah, for sure. you know it definitely translates to 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 lots you know it encompasses a lot of things in life health fitness hunting scouting happiness relationships finances you know it touches a lot of bases so you know start with what you can do right now and um you know just like anything else it, it's going to take the effort Yeah, definitely make your kids know where their socks are. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Happy Wednesday. Um, Hope you guys are having a a great week. And if you have any questions, comments, any topics, any uh, bits of discussion that you would like us to hit on, where can they find us? You can find us at elevationfitnesstraining.com. We do have a link there to subscribe. We send out weekly newsletters, blogs, sometimes recipes, sometimes giveaways. So there's lots of stuff that people can do to stay connected with us or to get more information on the topics that we talk about. You can also find us on Instagram uh, at Elevation Fitness Training. I also have a nutrition page called nutrition.realigned, um, which is a good place for some, you know, healthy recipes, clean eating, ketogenic lifestyle. Um, we also have personal pages. The occasional magic trick. <laughs> uh, mine is huntfit underscore 08 and Courtney's is at her outdoor journey. So, um, yeah, stay organized, get organized, reach out to somebody who's always organized and ask them how they do it. And uh, remember to always, always, always have your kids know where their socks are. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys later. Thank you for tuning in to the show. It means a lot to us. But seriously, though, I really appreciate your ear. And it would mean the world to me if you would rate our podcast. If you didn't like it, one star it. But if you did, a five is even better. Don't forget to comment, like, share, and hit that subscribe button. Thanks again for tuning into the show. Some other podcasts that you should definitely check out are Eastman Elevated with Bride and Barney. 
and Hunt Harvest Health with Ryan and Hillary Lampers. And a special thanks to Maven Optics, Six Sight Gear, Dark Energy Tech, Shield Mountain Outdoors, The Outdoor Insiders, Iron Mind Hunting, Valkyrie Archery, and Gannett Ridge Sporting Equipment.